Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. My latest CD audio series, Five Hours Worth of Study of God's Word, is available now. It's entitled Clear and Present Danger. I have chosen five different activities that are going on, current events that are unfolding before our very eyes. I say to you that these are a clear and present danger to the body of Christ. This is a must study for you. I'm going to give you an introduction to this series. If you would take a few moments, you can listen to it. And then after we've done that, I'll tell you how you can get your own personal copy of A Clear and Present Danger. But right now, here's the introduction to this five-hour series. Take your Bibles and go with me, if you will, to Second Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Now, Second Peter is that last statement from a dying man, and in essence, Peter. You don't have a conversation with him, but his side of the conversation would go something like this. As we get to the third chapter, we see him telling us what it's going to be like in the last days. Have you got chapter 3? 2 Peter chapter 3, starting in in verse 3. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust. Scoffers walking after their own lust. Now notice that phrase. They're scoffers. What are they saying? Verse 4. Where is the promise of his coming? These are scoffers who are asking the question, what about the second coming of Jesus Christ? We hear a lot of conversation, a lot of preaching. There's books written about it. There's movies talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ. On the front pages of newspaper, they talk about the second coming of Christ. They tell me that the vast majority of people in America today believe there is a period of time of the second coming of Christ. But in the last days, Peter tells us, this dying man who would be hung upside down on a cross because he didn't want to be crucified the same way his Savior was. In just a couple of days, pins this thought. In the last days, there will be scoffers saying, where's the coming of the Lord? Notice what they are doing, walking after their own lust. Walking after their own lust. Then notice what it says. For since the fathers, verse 4, fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. And now, verse 5, for this they willfully are ignorant of that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. They're talking about they are going to be willfully ignorant of accepting the biblical explanation of the origins of life. Willfully ignorant. Buddy of mine up in Pensacola has translated that phrase just a bit different, and I love the way he translated it. Instead of willfully ignorant, he says, these people will be dumb on purpose. Isn't that great? I love that phrase. Not willfully ignorant, but dumb. They make a decision, a willful decision, to be dumb on purpose. In the last days, they're going to deny the truth of God's creative act. Dumb on purpose. Let me think with you a few moments about the facts of creation. Go with me to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. 
very interesting information as we look at the Word of God. And you're going to come to the conclusion as we study through this that basically creation stands upon the authenticity of the person of Jesus Christ. Notice what it says here. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. So God allows the Apostle Paul to communicate to us over a 2,000-year period of time that Jesus Christ is the creator. I said creation stands upon the authenticity of the person of Jesus Christ. You're not debating the origins because by faith, you'll see in a moment, we have to accept the understanding of biblical creation. That is accepted by faith. There's not enough fact, absolute fact, to prove it. And so by faith we accept this. But it stands on the authenticity of the person of Jesus Christ. Because by him, he created all things. That was the Apostle Paul's statement. Oh, by the way, look at verse 17. Not only did he create all things, but he sustains all things. Verse 17, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. He created in six days everything, and on the seventh day he rested. One of the arguments about, uh, you know, doing any kind of labor on the Sabbath. Well, God did labor on the Sabbath. No, the Bible says he rested. Hey, wait a minute. He created everything, but then on the seventh day as he rested... He sustained everything. He was working by him. All things consist. The creator, the sustainer, the provider of everything. He said this. Go over to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20 uh, 20 is, by the way, what you would recognize as the Ten Commandments, the giving of the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai to Moses. It's an interesting statement or two that we need to look at in Exodus chapter 20. First of all, I want you to notice that Jesus Christ makes the statement, he is the one that did it. Look at verse 11, and here's the statement that he makes. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. So that's what he's going to say to Moses. How do I know he said it? Look at verse 1. And God, this has to be Jesus Christ, because no man seeth God and live. So it wasn't God the Father of the Trinity. It wasn't God the Holy Spirit of the Trinity, because you can't see him, he's a spirit. There's only one person of the Godhead that you can see and live. That's the person of Jesus Christ. It was a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ. You can look through the entire Torah, first five books of the Old Testament, you can see Often, Jesus Christ, in a pre-incarnate appearance, would appear. He appeared to Abraham. He appeared to Abraham at a place called Hebron. And there he gave him the promise that he would give him all of this land. The Abrahamic covenant. He stood face to face with Jesus Christ. And I could go on and on and on. 
and talk about the appearances of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. But here, when it says God, it's referring in the Godhead to Jesus Christ. And here's what he said. And God spake all of these words, saying. He spoke the words. Look over here in, in verse 22. Notice what it says. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. He talked with Moses to tell him, I have created all things. Paul confirmed that he was the creator. Now we go to the book of Exodus and we see a record of Jesus Christ speaking to Moses. He's the creator. He told Moses uh, some 4,000 years, excuse me, some 2,000 years after what had taken place, he told him what happened. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 9. I want to show you there. Not only did he do it, not only did he tell Moses he did it, but he wrote it down that he had done it. Chapter 9 of the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 9, again, Jesus Christ will appear and present something to Moses. Chapter 9, and look at verse 10. Chapter 9 of Deuteronomy, verse 10. And the Lord delivered unto me two tablets of stone written with the finger of God. And on them was written according to all the words which the Lord spake with you in the mount out of the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And so not only did he speak it to Moses, he wrote it down. Here's a tablet. You can go to the Ark of the Covenant. Within the Ark of the Covenant are two tablets containing the Ten Commandments, containing chapter 20, verse 11. In six days, God created the heavens, the earth, and all that in them is. So the facts are, Jesus Christ is the creator. Jesus Christ brought us, brought this all into existence. Let's go back and look at the creation story just a moment. Go to Genesis chapter 1 with me. Genesis chapter 1. Thank you so very much for taking a few moments to listen to this introduction to the five-hour CD series that I have just produced. It's on audio. It's available to you. It's entitled, A Clear and Present Danger, The Fight Against Creationism, Satan's Replacement Theology, Preparations for Ecclesiastical Babylon, The Global Threat of Islam, and The Mysterious Silence of the Church. Those are the five titles for this five hours of Bible study, which will help you to understand the times in which we're living, a time when Jesus Christ could shout to call us to be with him. If you would like your copy of this series, you can purchase it by going to our website, www prophecytoday.com. Go to the shopping mall and they will give you instructions as to how to get your copy. Or you can call one of our friends is standing by. Our toll-free number is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. I'm Jimmy DeYoung and thank you so much for taking a moment of your time for this Bible study. By the way, this Bible study and what you will learn from a clear and present danger series is letting us know the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's not anything left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.